Let's take some red calls from the request line. Caller number one. What's up? This your girl Double D's calling from the 323. Ooh, what's up, Double D's? Man, I'm trying to hear them rag tales. You feel me? All right, boo. I got that coming for you. But shout out the podcast that keeping it realer than real, though. It's the RRR, baby. <laughs> All right, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to The Real, The Ratchet, and The Motherfucking Reckless. This is your girl, Nessa Nandes. Every time I say that, it's like I get my energy back. Like, I'm back. And it feels so good to just be on here. And I'm, I'm doing Instacart. I just got on the road. I just filled my gas tank because I'm responsible now. I used to just Instacart with, like, a quarter of a tank, half a tank, and I would regret it. Look, if this is your first time tuning in to one of my episodes, welcome. You most likely saw this through Instagram. That's gonna change because my ass needs to really, 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 really focus on TikTok this year. I already told myself that. Just because Instagram is not giving what it needs to be given. Even though I love Instagram, I like have, oh, I don't know. I think just because I've had most of my followers on there that I'm so attached to Instagram and I love, I love the Instagram look. Like I'm an Instagram hoe, like as fuck. You guys always see me on there. Instagram has become my Snapchat. Like Snapchat was, was where I was always at. And if you know me on Instagram, my energy is always high. I'm I'm always in a good fucking mood. Like, especially if you know me, I'm always like 100. Not all the time, but most of the time. Life is going, right? And I like to talk about my struggles with motivation, my struggles. I've talked about a few of my struggles, but I never I never get too personal just because I love that I can hold that. Like, I can keep that to myself sometimes like as much as this podcast grows i'm always always keep certain things to myself because not because i don't want you to know but just because those things are mine and anything that i put out i not that i don't give a fuck about it but i don't give a fuck i don't care about anybody that has an opinion about what i put out there right if i put it out there i better not get bad about any opinions you know what i mean that's how i feel when i do it if i'm putting it out there it's because i really don't give a fuck what you gotta say this is what i gotta say and i'm not at a point where these opinions are in my face or out loud because a bitch knew better than to let me hear it and i'm just kidding (laughs) people are always forming an opinion out of anything i hope i never even i just even think i'm like i hope no bitch ever feels no type of way trying to come on my platform and say some shit but that is not the reality but I feel like I don't give that vibe. Like, I genuinely speak my opinion, and I don't ever get in anybody's business. Like, I'm telling you, I've seen some weird, the weirdest things that I don't agree with on Instagram, and my ass keeps scrolling. What, 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 who, who the fuck am I? You know what I mean? Like, that's how that person feels. I ain't got nothing to say about that. That's how they feel. And people like to go back and forth with people, and it's like, bitch, that's how they feel. They're, well, what do you, you want to argue? So it's like, I don't argue. I won't argue. I won't ever argue. I don't get paid enough for that <laughs> to get a reaction out of me, bitch. Nah. And then what I don't post and what I don't say is because that's mine. I don't ever want to hear you talk about it. I don't want nobody to say nothing about it because that's my, that's mine. So usually, um, like, family family stuff and my my love life or whatever you never gonna hear about that i mean i don't know maybe when i get famous everybody gonna want to know who i'm dating no i'm just kidding <laughs> but that will always be like just reserved like maybe one day i'll be the bitch to post her man and her baby shower but i don't think that'll ever be me like i think that all of those things will be kept to myself maybe you'll see my baby i don't know if you'll ever see my baby not that i have a baby i could have a baby y'all will never know um unless you catch me in the streets (laughs) but those are things that i plan to keep to myself who knows maybe if i were to have a kid i'd be all you know i'd probably be those moms um but my love life and my family and that's just mine I don't mind posting my grandma, my mom's mom, um, 
being funny or my mom. I don't, that's like, that's entertainment shit. Like, my family is a whole ass show. Like, we have a lot going on and I love posting that. But issues and things that I go through, um, I, I don't know, like, not because I want to hold that, but that's just even hard for me to talk about. But I think that this was going to make this episode so special um, is that I feel like talking about it. I feel like talking about it and not because I feel like I owe anybody anything, but just because I feel like I'm always the energy on the gram. I'm always the mood on the gram. That's all I hear from my supporters. Like, you guys are always like, you're a mood, you're a vibe, you're bright, you're shy. Like, you literally, I've, guys, I'm not the type of bitch to like post everything people send me um, because not the whole world needs to know. Anybody that sends me things, I know and you know, and I'm happy that I make you feel that. Um, I get a lot of messages, a lot of women like saying some shit that they're going through that my episode had nothing to do with but my episode still made them feel better about some terrible shit they're going through and that's why i want to share what i'm going through you feel me like i want to share this because i'm always the sunshine i'm always the energy i'm always the booster and right now i'm not feeling that and i didn't think i would feel like this i don't think these days not that these days weren't gonna come but i didn't think that I would feel like this, and I, I don't feel like talking. I don't feel like doing anything. I don't feel like fucking with nobody. <laughs> and, and and it's not nothing personal. Um, but what's going on in my life right now, that's the mood I'm in. Like, I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk. But this episode, I just wanted to do it because I have so much to come for the podcast, which I'm going to push myself. I am going to do it. Um, in four days, it's my podcast anniversary, which last year I hyped so fucking much. Um, and I, I look back at the pictures, I'm like, oh my God, like, I'm gonna repost those pictures because that was a shit. I went all out. Like, it was literally like if it was my baby's birthday, like I've had a baby and I was celebrating its birthday because the podcast is my baby shit. This is my therapy, y'all. Like, this is where I come on and this is my passion. This shit is a passion. This shit is not no, this shit is not no meanwhile. This shit is not like, oh, I just feel like coming on. This is my passion. Like, this is, this is what I, this is what I was born to do. You feel me? And, I feel so, so big about the podcast, even if it's not just Real Ratchet and Reckless, like, I feel so, I feel my voice, like, not literally my voice, but the words that come out of my mouth is a fucking gift, um, and I'm learning to realize that, that I have a gift, and that people need my words, and people need me, real shit, um, just like I need a lot of people in my life that I currently have in, but I want to share this gift with y'all. Oh my God, this is the corniest motherfucking episode I've ever done. Real Ratchet and Reckless, we're keeping it real. I don't know about the Ratchet and Reckless right now, but this is a real ass episode. Again, if you're tuning in, you got one of the randomest episodes ever, but you're here for a reason, so welcome. Anyway, life is good, right? Life has always been good, and I really I really thank God for that. I really, um, COVID is back. I started the year with COVID. If you listen to my last episode, I got COVID. Luckily, I didn't get it bad. My mom did get COVID as well, but it, and it was really, not really, really, but yeah, it was hard for her. And she still recovering from that, which is also like a thing for me. Um, I don't mind sharing things. Like I said, when I got COVID, I didn't get it that bad. So I was, I was, I, I, I have the right to share that, right? I have the right to share anything I want to share. And, um, Especially with you guys, sometimes I'm like, if you haven't seen me, this is what's going on. And I feel like I'll be that energy on the gram for my followers. And it's like, where the fuck this bitch been? Well, let me fucking tell you. I'm blessed that God gave me all these years with the complete love and family. Like, so many years 
about 20, I'm going to say he gave me good 20, before COVID, it was the life. You know, and when I was living the life, other people were going through it. When I had the best Christmases ever, people were having the worst Christmases ever. And as you get older, you learn to realize that maybe my ass is getting old, and this is why I'm talking like this now. But um, I never thought that Vanessa would be this Vanessa that she is now, that she feels how she feels, that she's just so grateful for family and life. Like, And I think COVID taught us that, you know, COVID, everybody lost somebody. And um, we also learned who was really there for you when, when COVID came because we were quarantined and you really saw who was really there for you, who really, who really was there for you. And you discovered a lot of things about yourself and you discovered you weren't happy. You discovered that you didn't need that fucking job, that you actually wanted to fucking sell shoes. I don't know. And really, really give a fuck about a podcast, really give a fuck about um, selling anything, being a business person. That's what COVID taught us. And ever since COVID hit, life is just different. And COVID is back and it's coming harder and Amarion in the motherfucking picture like no other. You know, uh, a cousin, you know, lost someone in her life and I, I, I don't like to talk too much about people's business because that's not me um, so we were going through that we you know I had to, we have to support each other we have to be primas we have to be there for each other and we were doing that and I was helping I was not I don't know if I you know I was being there I was trying my best to be there for her um, because everyone around me has been losing someone and I haven't I hadn't lost um, someone that close and I think that was the closest like it's getting closer and I think that's what I was realizing like everyone around me was losing someone and I was hurting because they were hurting and oh my god I cannot believe I'm saying this <laughs> and I almost don't want to say it this episode is going to be a, it's going to be hard <laughs> and it's probably going to be a little longer than, ex than it's supposed to be um and just to pause on that um if both of you have known me, you know that uh, my family has always been there for me. You guys know I brag, I talk about how, how supportive my family is. And I will forever brag about that. Um, that is something that gives me life and gives me light. Like, like I said, y'all wouldn't have this Nessa if it wasn't for my family. Um, I flex that. I flex that and I know a lot of, some people don't have that, but I don't ever think about that, you know? No, and, and I learned that. I learned that I can't dim my light for others, and I won't dim my light for others. And I'm going to talk about when I'm not in the best. That's why I'm doing this episode, because while someone out there having fun, me and my family are going through this, and that's perfectly fine. Shout out to everybody that is living their best life right now. Enjoy that shit. Soak that shit up, because um, that's what I was doing for all those years. And not that my life isn't, isn't great right now. I'm grateful man like never before I have my I have my parents I have my family a lot of people don't have that so um if you guys know I talk about my parents a lot my parents are some real ones um a few years ago though my dad hasn't been here with us my dad is not in the country um a lot of you guys would always see my dad on Instagram a lot of friends that know me from middle school know who the fuck my dad is um y'all know exactly what it is y'all know my family um, because if you know me, you know my family. And um, just to keep it straight up, I never really talked about it, but my dad got deported um, about four years ago. This February is going to be four years ago. Um, it, hit, it hit the whole family hard um, just because it's our father. You know, my dad, like anybody's parents, everybody got their issues. And 
that's something that maybe one day I'll talk about. But like I said, that's mine. Like, I don't really, if you know me, you know the family stuff. Like, you know what be going on. You know my dad. And you know what kind of person he is. But you know he is a motherfucking fun. He is the life of the party. And I have a lot of that, a lot of him. Um, But, and I've had a rocky relationship with my dad. But I fucking love my dad. Like, that's one thing. I love my dad. And we've had a very rocky relationship. But not... Not ever so rocky that it will ever come, be, come between um, the love I have for him and the love he has for me. So, my dad is currently in El Salvador. If you guys don't know, I am half Salvadorian. My dad was born in El Salvador um, along with his other siblings, which is JD's mom. If you guys know JD, my tia. And I hadn't seen him. I hadn't gone. I said I would visit him soon. And also, like I said, it's a hard, it's a hard thing. Like, he's in El Salvador. Um, and... I don't know. I don't know. I just, I hadn't gone visit him. And I told myself this year, I'm going to go visit my dad. You know, he spends Christmases alone. He has like, my dad was born in El Salvador. Um, their mother literally brought them here. Um, she carried my dad on her back to cross the border. Um, and my grandma, you guys know, if you know me, my, my I'm really close to my mom's grandma. She really helped my mom raise us. Um, to keep it quite honest, um, my dad's mom, we didn't, we grew up close to her when we were kids. As we got older, you know, things separated us and we weren't as close. And I like to keep that very 100. I like to be very honest. If you know me, you guys know I wasn't really close to my dad's mom. But I knew she was fine. Um, I like to know that she was fine. And I know how much she means to my father. And I think that's something I will never forget. Um, and, and how much she loved my dad and loves my tia and loves her other son, Alex, which is also my uncle. So, you know, when your parents hurt, you hurt. And recently, just to tie it back, my dad's in El Salvador. I haven't seen him in four years. I know. And even saying that out loud hurts me. <laughs> um, but I haven't seen my dad in four years. And while we were going through the whole thing with my other cousin, because she lost her dad, and I hope she's okay with me sharing that, it was really hard to see her her, you know, See, anybody you love her. And right before his viewing, the day before his viewing, my grandma, my dad's mom, has been really sick. She's been really sick. Um, and I knew that. Everybody knew that. But that lady um, went through, like, cancer so many times. She got cancer, from what I know of, about three times. Probably more from what I don't know. A lot of complications a lot of complications since I don't know how many years I want to say at least 15 years she's had complications and she survived she survived all of it um and I hadn't seen her in a while and you know we were in the hospital she was in the hospital since Christmas or even before Christmas like a week or two before Christmas and I was hurting my dad because he's so far away and um you know we got a call one day my sister was very much closer to her than I was and we got a call my sister hit me up like you need to come because it doesn't look like grandma's gonna make it and we, we've been hearing that so I like to be really honest I am a person that is out of sight out of, out of sight out of mind I think that's the saying I'd rather not know I, that's who I am and it's and it's it's annoying because I think that this 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 tragedy that happened I pushed myself and it helped me grow and I can now say like I will probably change that i will probably no longer be the out of sight out of mind like i'm about to be in my face deal with it like you got to deal with it because that's a part of growing up and if you don't push yourself to do these things you're gonna have to eventually because you're gonna be in a situation when you have no other choice 
as terrible as this sound, I didn't want to be there to see her pass. I didn't, I just wanted to, I didn't want to be there. I, I didn't want to see it. I didn't want to hear it. Um, Cause I never experienced that. But sometimes you feel like you only got one chance. And when my sister hit me up, it was like, we don't think she's going to make it by the end of the day. She was, I can't do this. And I was only eight minutes away from the hospital she was at. So I was like, fuck, like, and Amy's like, you know, like, they're gonna tip remove the oxygen thing and she might not last more than an hour from that. And I was like, fuck that. Like, I'm doing this for my dad. That's my dad's mom. <laughs> that's like my father. That's like, that's the woman that brought my dad into this world. And my dad brought me into this world. And if it wasn't for her, I wouldn't even be who I am or even be here. And I, and I, and I, and I acknowledge that and I respect that. So my ass went. I can't believe I'm talking about this. And I saw her, and I won't get too much in detail because that moment is my moment. I shared my last words with her. Um, and it was the hardest thing I've done and I'm 28 years old. I just turned 28 and my birthday was not like the other beautiful birthdays. No, I shouldn't say beautiful. It was beautiful. It's a beautiful year, I take that back. It, was not like those loud, fun, per like perfect. Cause I brag about how perfect my life has been and not that I'm perfect or what, what was perfect to me. And per perfect to me is like, obviously not perfect, but perfect to me was like, oh my God, everything's going good. Everyone's here, I'm having fun. Everyone's having fun, everyone looks beautiful. I look bomb, like that is perfect to me. And not that this birthday wasn't perfect because this was the most blessed. Like, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm growing up so fucking much at 28. In the last two years, I feel, honestly. And um, I wasn't that close to my dad's mom. And it hurts me. It hurts me so much. And my D's are not the same. It hurt me to know my dad's hurting and my dad is fucking hurting. And I have always, I said when I found out that my grandma was doing really bad, I knew that I was not gonna let my dad go through this alone. I said it a month ago. I said it two months ago. I said when that happens, I'm I don't I'm I don't give a fuck. I'm dropping anything and I'm going to El Salvador to be with my dad. I knew I meant that, but when it actually happened, when she passed, when she finally passed, because I was there in her last moments, I got a rush of anxiety. Like, bitch, I wanted to leave that day. Like, I I could not help that my dad was not here in those moments and God knows why he wasn't there God only gives you what you can handle and personally like that was gonna be really hard for my dad but I couldn't I can't I can't even take right now feeling that my dad is alone going through this so my ass literally booked the flight that night and I'm going to El Salvador <laughs> I have never been to El Salvador and I did say I was gonna travel this year and I can't believe that this is why I'm traveling because of this you know but like I said, God works in the most weirdest, mysterious ways. And he's like, Vanessa, you're going to travel. Vanessa, you're going to see your dad. Vanessa, you're going to be there for your dad. My cousin decided to join me. She was like, bitch, you thought he was going to El Salvador alone? And I was like, girl, I didn't even know. Like, I never been there, but I was going to figure it out. And I was going to be with my dad. And I don't give a fuck. 
and a week in another country is not enough so i'm going for two weeks and i know you're gonna see you guys are gonna see if you follow me on instagram you're gonna see me in el salvador and me with my father and you're finally i think some of my new followers don't even know what my dad looks like um so you're gonna see that relationship and i can't wait to show you guys and i can't wait to be with my fucking dad and my crazy ass cousin and he loves my cousin my cousin is literally um the girl version of my dad like it's crazy so he loves my cousin and she loves him and we we're gonna have a great time with my dad and i just wanted to hop on here to let you guys know that's kind of what i'm going through and i'm sorry for your lost is what everybody's telling me and it makes me feel so weird because <laughs> i don't like to hear it to be real and like I don't want to hear that. I don't know why I don't like it. Because it's like a reminder. And it reminds you and it reminds you. And I'm sorry for your loss. I'm sorry if you lost someone way closer to you. Than what I had with my my, with my grandma. Because all I can take is the memories that I do remember. As a child with her. The way she was a grandma. And everybody's different. Just like I take the father my father was. He gave me what he could as a father. And was the best father he could be at the moment. That's what he could growing up. And just like my grandma Angela. She just she just gave us what she was taught. And how she was raised. And I'm going to take that. So I'm sorry. I'm really sorry if you've lost someone. That you were so close to. A father. A mother. A sister. A brother. That day is going to come for all of us. So enjoy the moment that you have. And I think it sounds so crazy and cliche that I'm saying that because it's what people used to tell me. Enjoy your grandparents. Enjoy your parents. Enjoy. Don't leave on bad terms with anybody. You hear that so much. And yes, feel your moment. And yes, feel like you don't want to talk to anybody. But it is true. People are gone and they're gone. And as much as I'm hearing it now, I can't imagine. Because I will lose my family. I will lose my, my dad one day. I will lose my mom one day. I will lose a sibling one day. God, whew, that one's going to be hard. Um, and maybe it could be tomorrow, it could be in 50 years that I lose my sister or a brother. But that day is coming, and I think that we have no other choice but to be strong. Um, so I want to let you guys know that if you don't see my energy on the gram like that, I'm going through that. But Vanessa's a boss-ass bitch, <laughs> and she has um, something different for the podcast this year. I'm going to still try to do the best that I can. And I pray that this is the hardest it gets. And I don't know why I feel like this is not the hardest it's going to get this year. I don't know why I feel like life is going to test me this year. And it's going to be so hard to still do what I love while life is, like, going and, and, and life is happening. Because when life happens, bad things sometimes happen, right? And will happen. And I'm just hopping on here, like I said, to tell you, too. And I know you don't want to hear, oh, I'm sorry for your loss. Because that just reminds you. But genuinely, genuinely, like, I'm sorry that you have to hurt. I'm so sorry that you hurt. But we have to bounce back, bitch. That as much as it hurts, the harder we have to hit life. We got to be stronger. And I think my sister said something so important, and I hope that she doesn't mind me sharing this. But my grandma Angela was, <laughs> if you know and I talked about her to you, you know that lady was something, but what that lady wasn't was lazy. She didn't give up. Like, she wasn't these, she was the opposite. She was fucking strong. She didn't give a fuck what you had to say. She was independent. She probably talked about you. Like, she probably did because that was Grandma Angela. Like, 
but she was independent. She fought for her kids. She literally brought her kids to this country. She helped her. She crossed with her kids. And she did it separately at separate times. I think my dad was either... My dad was the last one to come to the U.S. So him being El Salvador for him right now is also really hard because he grew up in L.A., but he came at the age of, I think, six or seven, maybe even younger, when he came to the U.S. But we got to remember these people for those things. And it's like my sister was like, we can't be weak because our grandma wasn't weak. And in a situation like this, she'd be like, what the fuck? Be strong. When you think of me, don't feel weak. When you think of me, be strong. Um, so I hope that these people in your life, I'm pretty sure we're the same. So you cannot be weak, bitch. We cannot be weak. And this is the hardest thing I've I've ever have to deal ever had to deal with at 28. Probably like I said, my dad being deported was really hard for me and it's not hitting me till later, like now, and him losing his mom and us losing our grandma. Um, is really hard. It's very hard. Um but I just wanted to hop on here to let you guys know that that's kind of what I'm going through. And I don't really feel like talking. And I don't really feel like telling anybody. Um, so if you're hearing this, you don't got to text me. You don't got to do all that. Just I'll see you soon. If any of you, I'll see you guys soon. COVID is like really being a bitch right now. So just take care of yourself. And I'll see you when I see you guys. Um, and I hope that you guys are all accomplishing all your goals. Because I hope you started 2022 right and strong. Because we ain't got no other choice. And just thank you for tuning in. I don't know how long this was. But I'm going to leave it right here. Oh my God. Y'all already know who the it is it is your girl Nessa Nandes and this is the first episode that I actually really opened up to you guys and I just want this episode to help you I want this episode to inform you if I've been missing or I'm not being that bitch on the gram this is why give me some time I promise I'm gonna come back harder and stronger and I have something so big to accomplish this year and you guys are gonna be a part of it and you're gonna know about it pretty soon and I'm going to leave it right there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please don't forget to rate this podcast, subscribe, and please tell your abuelita or your vecina or your homegirl that the world of Ratchet and Reckless is where the fuck is at, is where it's been, and it's where it's forever going to be. I'm signing the fuck out. Ayy.